What is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com, podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight, Facebook and Instagram by simply typing in the Mitch Davis Show. You can also find the podcast on SoundCloud by typing in the Mitch Davis Show. It is Tuesday, October 24th. Got a very special guest today, going to be joined by John T. Edge from True South on the SEC Network. We're going to be talking Season 6 of True South and a lot of exciting things happening uh, there with that TV program and across the Southeastern footprint. So really looking forward to talking to John T. Edge and bringing you all the interview uh, with John T. Edge from True South. Again, I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com, podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore 8. And at this time, I'd like to welcome my guest, John T. Edge to the Mitch Davis Show podcast. I want to welcome John T. Edge from True South on the Mitch Davis Show podcast. John T., how are you doing? Welcome on the Mitch Davis Show podcast. Thanks, sir. I'm glad to be with you. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and just deep dive into this uh, season six of True South, which doesn't seem possible, um, considering I can remember when it was launched in 2018. But let's talk about this season. What what really makes season six stick out um, to you and what y'all have done so far with uh, True South? Well, I mean, you know, we've gained confidence as we've made this show. Uh, you know, we taught ourselves how to make a television show back in 2018. And, and I, think, I think we're getting better at it. And, and that means that, you know, I think... What we're able to do now is better listen to the people of the South, better show the people of the South. You know, we've got a, a good-sized camera crew that, that runs alongside me, and everybody in the show is focused on trying to get this right, on turning our cameras toward people we admire. And, you know, we began our season in Hot Springs, Arkansas, um, with a, a guy named Anthony Valinotti, um, who moved from Brooklyn to Hot Springs to kind of find himself all over again and to make great pizza. And he was the perfect way to start this season because we see somebody who's not you know, deeply rooted in the South but showed up here to contribute and stayed to belong. And I, I love that story. I want to ask you kind of a little bit before we deep dive into season six here, but why True South? Why why highlight the southeastern um, the footprint of the southeastern conference? You know, considered to you know maybe the New Yorks, the Chicago's of the world. Why the South? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, start start off. I, I grew up in the South and, and live in the South. I grew up in Georgia, married a woman who grew up in Alabama, and and we both now live here in Oxford, Mississippi. It's it's my backyard. It's the place I know, um, and I love this place deeply. Along with that love comes a criticism of this place. I want for this place to get better, um, and. True South is an exercise in that, an exercise in, in love for the South and um, a prayer and a reach that, that we might all get better. Um, that's that's the idea. And it's a simple name for this show, True South. I mean, and that's an attempt. Like, how do we tell a true story of the South? We keep trying. Um, and we keep trying to get it right. This is a complicated place, and getting it right is hard. I want to ask you kind of a little bit about that. In, in I know you've probably been a lot of places and, and all over the country, all over the world type deal. Um, but what makes really the South 
so special because for guys like me and you who grew up down here, around down here, we get it. But for outsiders, what makes the South so special um, that draw people from Brooklyn and other places to move down here? There's a bunch of different ways to think about that. I mean, we can think about climate. Um, you know, yes, there's oppressive heat in the summer, but we have a more temperate um, climate in the winter and fall. Um, but I, I think, though, that for those who come south, um, you know, drawn by music or drawn by food or drawn by uh, any of the cultural products that define this place, when I mean, they're looking for a story, you know, this is. Um, a place where history and um, the challenges of our past are are readily apparent. That, that they're still embedded within and close to everyday life here, and I think that shows up in food. For me, you know, uh, fried chicken um, or barbecue or whatever the food is I'm in search of on the road when we're filming True South. I'm in search. I'm in search of as much as how crispy the fried chicken is or how smoky the barbecue is or how good that vinegar sauce is on that barbecue, it's really the stories of the people we meet. Um, and that's not unique to the South, but I would say the stories of the South are more complicated. And the people here um, you know, walk through a South that is both past and present, that is both... Um, you know, troubled and glorious. And uh, to be in the South is to keep both those ideas in our head, um, that that this is a place to celebrate and this is a place to critique. And that's the work of being a Southerner. I want to ask you a little bit about the culture of the South and how it goes hand in hand, not only with football and tailgating, but with the food and how the food is so embedded in Southern culture. Kind of touch on that a little bit as to what you've seen in your lifetime with the culture of the South, kind of correlating with the food of the South. I mean, you know, food like music is an expression of where you're from. You know, the food of Oxford, Mississippi tastes different than the food of Wilmington, North Carolina, tastes different than the food of Columbia, South Carolina, which is, um, I'm heading to Columbia this um, Thanksgiving um, to see my cousin and her family. Um, so food is this expression of people in place. Um, you know, the barbecue in and around Columbia where I'll visit over Thanksgiving, you know, I, I see things like um, hash and rice, which you wouldn't see here eight hours away in Oxford, Mississippi, or even up in Memphis, Tennessee, just above me. Um, barbecue changes county by county in the South. Um, and in each place, it's a reflection of the people who've lived there, the history of that place, the economic dynamics of that place, all of it. Um, so... You know, food is this way to see a place, understand a place better, to understand our food is understand who we are. When you are when you are looking for a place to visit, you know, for True South, how do y'all pick and choose which places, which cities, which towns to go to? I mean the the formula of the show and we, we don't always follow the formula, we usually do, is um, you know, to find two restaurants in one town that serve really good food and are run by people um, who we admire, um, who have great stories that we get to help tell. Um, and then we set those two places in that one city or that one county or the one 
in a small region. We set up in conversation with each other. So when we go out and search um, for episodes to make, it sounds like a pretty simple formula, but it's hard to do. you got to find two places with really good food and a good story embedded in one place. Um, and that's the, that's the sole sort. Um, it's got to be places that I would send you to and want to send you to. It's got to be places to eat that, that I want to go back again and again. Um, so the, the scouting and um, kind of story structure comes out of, you know, an ongoing conversation between myself and Mike Thompson, our executive producer, um, and Tim Horgan, our director. Like, here are the places we could go. Here are the stories we could tell, which work, um, which will allow us to tell the best story, make the best episode of True South. Let me uh, jump over to season six now of True South. And obviously, you know, the Hot Springs episode aired on October the 11th. The Alabama Black Belt is set to air on October 24th, which is tomorrow, uh, based on when this podcast is coming out. Then you go to St. Augustine, Dublin, Georgia, Savannah, uh, Scott, Mississippi, and Little Rock. Talk about season six. What makes this season so special? For us, um, you know, these are road trips. You know, this is, we, the episodes air with Hot Springs first, but in truth, when we were making them, Hot Springs was our last episode. Uh, but no matter the order, last episode we filmed, no matter the order, each one of these um, seasons is a road trip across the South, a, a time of discovery for us. So we get to meet new people, we get to eat, you know, um, new dishes. And for me, um, I got to return to places I love, like in St. Augustine, Florida, I've been going to a place there called Osteen's uh, that serves impeccably um, fried shrimp. Um, I've been going there for 30 years, so I got to go back to that place um, and bring our crew and bring friends um, to understand how great it was. Um, in that same moment, we were scouting that show with Tim and Wright and I go to Osteen's and I get to go to this old place it's new to Wright it's new to Tim and then down the road at Kyle's Seafood a, a great seafood market there in St. Augustine trying to find the compliment to, to Osteen's to trying to find a compliment to that fried shrimp palace that is Osteen's um, you know I stumbled across um, um, Kyle's Seafood and uh, found this great smoked mullet smeared with dattled pepper sauce um, and, uh, and fell in love with that place. So for me, True South is, is kind of um, exercise and discovery. Um, I get to rekindle my love affair with, with particular places around the South, and I get to find new places to fall in love with. Two more questions I have for you. These are going to be kind of fun questions, but looking back over the six seasons of True South, do you have a favorite place or two that you've really enjoyed that really just sticks out to you and Wright Thompson and your crew, or are all of them so unique and different? I mean, it's... it's we have a lot of favorites. I'll tell you, a sentimental favorite of mine is a place called Lucky Palace in Shreveport, Louisiana. Actually, Bossier City, just across the river from Shreveport. And it was the um, fourth episode of our very first season. And filming that, I got to know a guy named Quan Lim, um, an immigrant from Malaysia, the proprietor of Lucky Palace. And Lucky Palace is set in um, 
what would be generously described as a no-tell motel um, on the side of the interstate. Um, and Quan Lim, um, who founded that restaurant, um, built this amazing wine cellar, like as good a wine cellar as you can imagine in any restaurant in the United States of America, in this no-tell motel, um, a, a motel where um, when you walk in the lobby, if you look at the vending machine, you'll start to realize, like, wait, they're selling Vienna sausages in the vending machine in the <laughs> lobby of this motel. Um, and in that no-tell motel, Kwan Lim served wok-fried T-bones with ginger and garlic. Um, he served um, fried prawns, um, just perfectly, delicately fried. He served roasted duck with hoisin and, um, and pancakes. Um, and we fell in love with Quan Lim. We got to know him well, and, and not only during the time we were filming back in 2018, but you know, right now returned a number of times um, for dinner there to bring friends to celebrate that place. Um, and then, sadly, a couple of years back, we returned for Quan Lim's celebration of life because Quan Lim, who had been fighting cancer when we got to know him, lost his bout to cancer. Um, so, you know, in making this show, um, you know, we get to know people pretty, pretty deeply. Um, and we got to know Quan Lim in that way, and then we lost Quan Lim. So if I think about a show I care the most about is that we got to turn our cameras on Quan Lim and capture him when he was vital and alive and, and, uh, and doing this beautiful work. Last question I have for you, I think this is going to be hopefully a really cool question, but I want to ask you, but what does the South, and not only the South, but what does the Southeastern Conference mean to you, uh, John T., and, and your work, and, and your you know, years of experience around the conference and around the South. What does the South and the SEC mean to you? Well, it's, it's home. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Georgia, um, was a freshman at the University of Georgia in 1980, was at the Tennessee game where Herschel Walker famously leaped over um, some Tennessee defenders. I was at that game as a freshman, age 17. Um, and uh, so that rooting in my Georgia of my youth and in the University of Georgia where I began as a freshman at 17, um, the same university my father um, earned his degree from, um, that that's my beginnings. And then, you know, I'm, I meet a woman um, here after I moved to Oxford, um, and uh, she is a... Uh, She's a graduate of Auburn University, where her father was dean of liberal arts for 20-plus years. Um, and then Blair and I, um, you know, live here in Oxford, and we both work for the University of Mississippi. Um, and, you know, so our roots stretch across the belly of the SEC, Georgia to Alabama to Mississippi. And I, I can reach um, farther as I want um, you know I, I grew up spending summers in Columbia South Carolina where my cousin grew up and where my cousin Meredith Berry went to went to college um, and so I can connect um, my life across South Carolina to Georgia to Alabama to Mississippi all through the SEC all through SEC schools um, and you know that's formative you know not only for those ties to my father who went to the University of Georgia like I did, but also to my life and my work right now. As I talk to you, I'm 
in my office uh, in Lamar Hall here on the campus of the University of Mississippi. Uh, these are the bedrock institutions on which my life is based. John T. Edge, thank you so much for coming on the Mitch Davis Show. This has been an honor and a privilege, and look forward to watching True South continue to grow and make an impact on Southerners and members of the Southeastern Conference for generations to come. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for the great questions and the kindness. I really appreciate it. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show podcast. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com, podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. A very special thank you to our guest today, John T. Ed from True South, for coming on. Talk about all the excitement and just the really awesomeness of True South on the SEC Network. Check out episode two of season six tonight on the SEC Network. Um, Going to be coming from the Alabama Black Belt. So really interesting stuff. Very, very special thank you to John T. Edge for coming on the Mitch Davis Show podcast to talk about food and culture of the Southeastern Conference across the Southeastern footprint. Again, I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. And I will see some of y'all in Auburn, Alabama over the weekend when Mississippi State travels to Auburn. So looking forward to heading to the plays and checking that out for the first time. Again, follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Thank you so much for listening to the Mitch Davis Show podcast.